Are you there? Well, let me ask that another way, a better way. Are you here? Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Paul Leslie Hour. We are so glad you're here. <laughs> we have an interview from the archives for you today. This was broadcast on radio, never to be heard again, until now. This is Paul's interview with Waylon Thibodeau, Louisiana's rockin' fiddler. From the Bayou Country, not far from New Orleans, Waylon Thibodeau is every bit the legend. For those who love all types of music, from Cajun music to rhythm and blues to traditional jazz, you're going to love the documentary film Jazz Fest, a New Orleans story, hitting theaters nationwide June 3rd. Yes, indeed. And Paul would like to take a moment to thank his new friends at Wisconsin Cheese Mart. Now, this is no paid endorsement or commercial. It's just recognition of unbelievable quality and pristine customer service. Paul thanks you. And everyone can find out more about them online at www.wisconsincheesemart.com. We send our love and admiration up there to you in Cheeseland, and we love all you Cheddarheads. And don't hesitate to tell everyone about this good thing. And be sure to keep the Paul Leslie Hour going strong. Just go to www.thepaulleslie.com support, and we thank you. Well, this tape has been tucked away long enough. It's time. Paul Leslie, Waylon Thibodeau, let the good times roll. Ladies and gentlemen, it is with great pleasure we welcome our special guest, Mr. Waylon Thibodeau, Louisiana's rockin' fiddler. Thanks so much for joining us. Yes, indeed, Paul. Thank you for asking, and I want to give a big A out there for everybody listening. <laughs> <laughs> My first question, who is Waylon Thibodeau? Well, I am a Cajun man from Homer, Louisiana. That's uh, southwest of New Orleans. And I uh, played uh, Cajun music all my life and uh, have entertained people from all over the world on Bourbon Street in New Orleans and uh, have traveled out of the country as well. Well, tell us, you know, you were born in Louisiana. What part of Louisiana were you born in? Uh, I'm originally from Chauvin, Louisiana, which is even further south, almost at the Gulf of Mexico there. <laughs> and what was it like growing up in, in your hometown? Oh, it was pretty good. My uh, my father worked in the oil field, and my mother was a, a housewife and, and uh, took care of the family and everything. And uh, on the weekends, my mom and dad would absolutely love to go dancing. And so they'd go to every fair and festival and political rally and wedding and you name it, they was out dancing. And uh, as, a, as a child, I was only able to listen to the band play because there wasn't too much else to do. So I got interested in, uh, in the music uh, as well. And what about the fiddle appealed to you? Well, uh, I started off playing drums in in, uh, in a country band, and my father would always uh, 
you know, listen to Cajun music and stuff. And so I kind of started listening to the fiddle. I saw Johnny Gimble play on on uh, Austin City Limits, and he just blew me away. And right then and there, I just knew that I wanted to play the fiddle. So it just kind of went together that if I was starting to play the fiddle and my culture was Cajun, I would start playing Cajun fiddle. <laughs> <laughs> and And tell me, you know, you just mentioned one artist. Can you remember specific musicians that you grew up listening to that you especially liked? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, well, like I said, there's Johnny Gimble, who's a great Texas uh, Texas fiddler. Uh, but a, a gentleman by the name of Rufus Thibodeau played with, you know, every musician pretty much on the planet. And he was a great inspiration uh, to me on the uh, on the fiddle there. Uh, also, Abe Manuel Jr., he was a great fiddler. And just countless others. Michael Doucet was a big influence on me. So I have a lot of people. <laughs> No, you know, your performances blended a few different styles of music, and that's one of the things about the state of Louisiana. There's so many different kinds of music that come here. You know, Cajun music, Zydeco music, jazz music. And if you look at across the country, the different musicians who play music around the country, how many of them are influenced by Louisiana artists? Why do you think that there's so much music that's coming out of this state? Uh, it's got to be something in the water there, Paul. <laughs> All good things come from uh, from the water down here in Louisiana, so it's got to be something in the water. But we have we have a big uh, big influence there, you know, uh, with all types of styles of music here in Louisiana. Uh, you know, like you said, the Cajun Azadico. We have uh, funk from New Orleans. We have blues from New Orleans. Uh, rock and roll from New Orleans. Azadico. I mean, just. The list goes on and on, and that's what I try to do in my music is is uh, incorporate all of those things uh, that I love so much to hear and listen to, and it makes it very very interesting. And I call it making a gumbo. And and uh, if you if you make a good gumbo, you're gonna draw from all different kind of sources, and you're gonna put it all in one pot and and uh, get you a heck of a meal going there, buddy. <laughs> well, you just mentioned gumbo, and and I'm glad you did because a lot of our listeners might be familiar with you or may have been introduced to your music through a album that was released on a now defunct label, Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville Records. And that album yeah. was entitled Margaritaville Cafe, New Orleans Late Night Gumbo. Yes, it is. Tell us about how you found your way on that release. Well, we were on Bourbon Street there and they, uh, you know, were, were looking for different different people to play and they stumbled upon uh, us playing in a club there uh, on, on the corner of St. Louis and Bourbon. We played at a club called La Strada. Well, a gentleman came in, he said, you know, we're recording this project and, and y'all would absolutely fit perfect on this. Would you be interested? Then I found out that uh, it was on Jimmy Buffett's record label and, and also a friend of mine named uh, Rhonda Lohmeyer. She was actually doing the uh, the session there for for the uh, the record company. And so so she was with the group Evangeline, so we just kind of hooked up, and, and uh, it was a great uh, great thing that happened. And, you know, you've played with a lot of different musicians, a lot of really great ones. You know, I was just reading about some of the people you've played with, ranging from Tabinois to Jumpin' Johnny Sansone. Can you tell us about some of the artists that you've worked with, and who have you been especially impressed to work with? 
Well, I have uh, played with with numerous people. My the, the the first, I guess, real Cajun band that I played with was my friend Bruce Degrapal. Uh He's on Rounder Records, and he was a big influence on me. Also, I played with him for about four years. I have played with uh, with Tab and everybody in the Voice of the Wetlands All Star Band. Jumpin' Johnny and I met in New Orleans when he was coming through, and and uh, we met there on Bourbon Street. I've played with Jimmy C. Newman. I've played with Joel Saunier. Uh, I've played with Wayne Toops. Uh, I did play with the band Beausoleil a couple of times uh, when, when Michael Doucet from the group, uh, they were having their child. And so he asked me to come sit in for him while he'd take a little time off. I played with Tony Orlando's band, met him on Bourbon Street there. Anyway, just lots of people. <laughs> A lot of great people, and I'm glad you mentioned Rhonda Lohmeyer because uh, the artist that we had as the guest before you on the show was uh, Beth McKee, who was in Evangeline, and that was just, oh, yeah. it was such a great group. I was hoping you could tell us about one of the songs that you wrote that they did, Bon Ton Louisiane. Uh, I can't speak much French, but t- <laughs> tell, us, tell us about that song. Well, my friend Sharon Leger, who was the bass player in that group, she says, "Well, and you know they're looking for some more songs to put on this on this uh, record, and and I really think that you and I could uh, write something really nice." Well, I hadn't hadn't wrote really a whole bunch of music uh, with anybody, and uh, you know I'd write my own songs and stuff, and and uh, lo and behold, we sat out together and we came up with that and. And uh, it's a it's a song that talks about a a man that was uh, talking to his girl and said it's time to go out and have a good time and and uh, so that's what they did in in the song and and like we do in Louisiana every time we go out we let's say the bon ton relay all the time. <laughs> <laughs> when somebody goes and sees you perform or when they're listening to one of your recordings, what is it that you hope the listener gets out of the experience? Oh uh, well. First of all, I want them to be able to have a real good time and forget all of their troubles uh, at home because that's why they're coming out to begin with is, is to leave all that stuff behind. And also, I want them to be able to dance to my music. And and uh, if my music, if you can't dance to my music, you're just not a, a, a very good dancer because I make sure before I put out any song that I can dance to the song. And if I can dance to the song, then I know you could dance to the song. <laughs> <laughs> One of the songs that I have on my on my current CD as well is a song that uh, that Rhonda Lomaya uh, wrote also, and uh, it's called uh, Chenier Teague, and I'm very proud to have that. Um, they were they were playing on Bourbon Street at the same time that I got there uh, in 1986, and I would go listen to them play down the street, and that song Chenier Teague just stuck out in my mind, and years and years and years later did I decide to to record it and. So we kind of did our own version of it, and, and uh, it came out really nice. It's a good, hard-driving song. <laughs> you got a song on the Margaritaville Cafe late-night gumbo album about Bourbon Street, and I'm hoping you can yep. tell us, because I don't know if uh, you heard about this, but you know I'm walking to New Orleans in a, a few... Yeah. <laughs> and- I have heard about this, Paul, and my hat's off to you, brother, because that is an incredible feat to do, bro. <laughs> feat, no, no pun intended, but... Uh- <laughs> What, where on Bourbon Street, or actually anywhere in the French Quarter, is the must-go-to place? Well, without a doubt, I played at the Tropical Isle on on uh, the corner of uh, Toulouse and Bourbon, 
And I played there for six years. When when I started playing, I guess about two years later is when Katrina showed up there in New Orleans, and we weren't able to play for for quite some time. And then they invited us back. They started to rebuild uh, all of uh, uh, New Orleans there, and they had relief workers that were coming in and stuff. So we worked again there for another four years until the club burned down this past May, unfortunately. And so I would, but I would strongly suggest going to any of the tropical isles there and get yourself one of them big green uh, drinks. They call them the hand grenades, and uh, that's something very good to check out. But the tropical isle is a, is a great place. Also, there's the uh, the old opera house, uh, which is a. a Across the street there from the from the tropical isle that that burned up, and also there's the crazy corner there. They have zydeco music there, and uh, during the daytime mostly they have a lot of good blues bands up and down the street too. Um, at the Funky Pirate, they have a uh, Big Al Carson in there, and so that's all good places to go while you're down there in the quarters for sure. Well, I'm very familiar with the Tropical Isle and a little too familiar with the hand grenade, but I wanted you to tell me also, where is a good place to eat, in your opinion, having been there so many times? Well, there's two places that I just love to eat over there. There's, of course, the Acme Oyster House, and right across the street there, there's Felix's Restaurant. And both of those are very good. It's not extremely expensive, and the food is very, very tasty there. And to me, that's a very, very good representation of what New Orleans cooking should be like. (laughs) Okay, very good. Now, let me ask you, as a Cajun man, what is your all-time favorite food, your all-time favorite meal? Oh, man. Well, that's kind of hard to say because I like absolutely everything, and and men in South Louisiana really love to cook, and so I kind of took up some of that myself. I love to eat anything in a brown gravy, anything that starts off with a roux, then me and you can talk, buddy. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Now, if you could put into words, Mr. Thibodeau, what it is you like about music, what would you say? Oh, well, I tell you, even myself, when I, when you know I'm dealing with the daily grind, uh, you know, a lot of times people just see you up on the stage and they say, "Oh, that's all you do is, is play music." It's like, well, y'all never walked a day in my shoes because you know I'm up at all hours of the night of the day working on stuff, sending out contracts, and doing a whole bunch of office stuff. So my my favorite time is when I do leave all of that behind and get up on the stage and start to play because it has the same effect on me that it has on the crowd and they just love it and I love performing for them and uh, it's a match made on stage baby <laughs> <laughs> is there anything upcoming in the future of Mr. Waylon Thibodeau well uh, hopefully we're going to be recording another CD here real soon we're gonna, we've been uh, working on, on the, the music and stuff here for the last few Mondays in a row and just trying to see what, what tunes maybe fit the band better and, and how we can, you know, make the, make the shows a lot better and a lot tighter and stuff. Uh, we are gonna be, uh, doing something here in the, in the next, uh, couple of weeks. We're gonna be playing in, in Mandeville, which is north of, uh, Lake Pontchartrain there. We're gonna be playing at a place called Ruby's, uh, Roadhouse. And we're going to be going to Florida for Mardi Gras. We're going to be playing out there in uh, in the Tampa area. So we want to invite the listeners to come check that out as well. 
Uh, we're going to be in Bandera, Texas, the first week of February, playing for their cowboy Mardi Gras there. And um, so we've got lots of things in the works, lots of gigs, lots of shows. You can go to my website. You can go to waylandt.com, and you got to spell it just like Waylon Jennings, W-A-Y-L-O-N. But you have to put the T. If you don't put the T, you're going to get Waylon Jennings' website. And he's not doing shows here on earth, but I promise <laughs> you he's in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Mr. Thibodeau, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. I have one question before we part. Yes, sir. This broadcast goes out all over the world. So what would you, Waylon Thibodeau, Louisiana's Rocket Cajun Fiddler, what would you like to say to all the people who are listening in? Well, I'd like to say hello to all the friends that did come find us on Bourbon Street that heard us play down there because throughout the years we've entertained people from literally around the world. And the second thing, y'all find out where we got some festivals that we can go play because I'd love to go visit you in your hometown. <laughs> all right, very good. Ladies and gentlemen, Waylon Thibodeau. Hey. Thanks so much. All right, Paul. Well, good luck, man, with your, with your walk and everything, brother. I know that's going to be really tough for you. Yeah, it will. But, uh, you know, nothing uh, worthwhile doing comes easy. <laughs> when, when are you starting it? I will begin. I will leave on January 31st, and I hope to arrive on February 15th. February 15th. All right. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks. That's really good. Well, and 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 Paul, I, I apologize. Where where are you coming from? I'm I'm I actually I'm calling you right now from Atlanta, Georgia. But oh, okay. I'm gonna leave from Panama City Beach. Ah, okay. I, I'm gonna leave from the the Margaritaville Cafe there in Panama City Beach. I got you. Wow. Well, definitely. Good luck with all of that. Okay. I, my um, I used to live in the Atlanta area. There, I lived in McDonough, Georgia. Oh, yeah. And uh, lived there for, uh, I guess, about three years. And uh, I had actually stopped playing music just for a little while because I was kind of burnt out in the business and stuff. Yeah. And and uh, so when when uh, my my uh, marriage went in the toilet, <laughs> I moved back to Louisiana, and that was the best thing ever happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway... But again, Paul, thanks so much for calling me, man, and inviting me on your show, huh? It's my pleasure. Okay, buddy. All right. I don't know if you have my latest CD or not. I don't, um, don't have the latest Rabbit one. I've got just about all of them, but I don't have that latest one. Okay. Where could I send it to you, or or where can my record company um, yeah. um, get a hold of you? Okay. You got a pen? Yes, go. Okay. Paul Leslie. Yeah. L-E-S-L-I-E, and then... Okay, very good. All right, man. All right, buddy. Well, you have a great walk, and uh, I'll be seeing you soon. It's a pity I won't be around on Bourbon Street when you're going to be showing up over there, man, because I'd love to have seen you for sure. Yeah, that would have been cool, but I'll be back, I'm sure. <laughs> All right. We, yeah, I'm headed to, to Tampa, Florida there, you know, going to play for the Mardi Gras over there, so... But, um, all right, well, I'll, I'll get the, the record company to send this stuff to you, huh? All right, God bless. Thank you, brother. All right, thank you. All right, man. Bye-bye. Bye, Paul. Thank you for stopping by today. If you enjoyed our program, consider telling a friend about it. The Paul Leslie Hour is made possible through people just like you. So you want to keep the show going, right? Go to thepaulleslie.com. 
That's thepaulleslie.com. Click on Support the Show. And thanks to everyone who contributes. Performance of the intro music is courtesy of John Primerano, The Entertainer, written by Scott Joplin. End credit theme music is courtesy of John Primerano, the traditional song, Corina, Corina. Your announcer is Dan Gold. Hey, that's me. The show is hosted and produced by Paul Leslie. And we'll see you next time on the Paul Leslie Hour.